Hello, wonderful people. This is Jason English with Things About Things, simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth. Thanks for joining in for Concept 12. Today's concept is the mystery of music, and I'm here with my friend Glenn Duell. Hey, Glenn. Hello. So Glenn's my friend, and he we've been friends for, I want to say, eight years, nine years, something like that. Sound about right? Yep. And we're going to talk about guitar playing, we're going to talk about music, we're going to talk about how and why we think maybe certain kind of music resonates with people, and is, is that math, is that science, is there something else metaphysically going on? And So let's start with, just a, this is kind of a tough opening question, but what makes good music? Alright, so I, I think that it, just this is my opinion that the best music the music that lures me in the most speaks mm -hmm. to me the most um at this point in my life is i feel like it's music that holds a dialogue with each other wow um and you know not not trying to sound um i don't know really philosophical straight off the bat but it's really just simple and so true like whenever you have a really good conversation with somebody there's something so th there's a certain kind of improvisation that uh -huh. takes place in that conversation a connection a, a back and forth interplay between two people yeah um, an understanding and a listening to each other a connection and it's all the same thing when really great music is happening it's it's instruments talking back and forth to each other, not stepping yeah. on each other's toes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Listening to each other. Body language, um, cues, but there's the music version of all that, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're having a really good conversation with each other. Um, That's awesome. So you're, yeah. you're getting deeper than just good music sounds like this or mm -hmm. has this three things and then the four things and then the, yeah. it's like there's a conversation between them and you're saying between the instruments... But obviously the instruments are played by people, so it's got to be the people part too. Right. Yeah. Right. Talk more about that. Okay. Um, yeah, let's see. So um, different, yeah, different individuals, but um, suddenly the individual becomes communal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Somebody starts playing I'm sure I got this from somewhere I can't even remember where all these seeds were planted in my head from but um yeah one person starts saying something and then the drummer starts hitting the tom right or, or the cymbal or something and um they start talking back yeah yeah and then all of a sudden somebody else comes in with the baseline. Yeah. And um suddenly you're all moving somewhere together. Right. And a minute or two later you're like, How did we get here? Yeah, yeah. Um And that's what makes good music is when that conversation or that is there's like a vibe there between you or like a harmony or it's almost that's how everything you just said makes me think of jazz music. <laughs> for some reason, that's yeah. how, I, how I picture someone describing it. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, maybe that that's probably the most it's said with a slant of focusing on improvisation. Uh huh. Right. But there is definitely a um, 
if you like, if you think of um, classical music, yeah. Also, there's definitely um, a beautiful dynamic going on there too. Of you just listening to, um, even though probably there's more intentionality gone into the planning of the parts before. Oh yeah, they're like, reading the music at the exact timing, uh -huh. but there's still something about a relationship, like an invisible connection. Well, yeah, or like the the cellos and and the violas are playing something, and then the horns all of a sudden flutter uh -huh. out of yeah nowhere and it's a it's a surprise but then more things are added in and suddenly the interplay of everything has just made this um big huge expression all together and which uh, it's not just your guitar playing talking that's your producer production you know part of you talking too because you help make albums for people mm -hmm. so what does it feel like or what is it what's the experience of being on the same page with another musician I think it, well, yeah, it's, it's definitely a mysterious thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it m may depend on the players. Um, maybe their familiarity with each other. Um, but I guess, so I, I think you have to start from the individual. Um, if so, I'll just start with how I think about it. Uh, starting with myself first, I want to know. I want to know how to speak on my instrument. For me, I've yeah. never really had the desire of just uh, being able to learn a song and say, "Hey, yeah. I, I can play this song." This one's C, and then D, and then whatever. Yeah, it's something yeah. more than that, right? Yeah, I want to. Um, I want to really be able to bring myself yeah um through playing guitar because that's that's my passion and that's what i love and so um so yeah so okay yeah i guess we'll just dive deep fast i really really what i think it comes down to is a desire for your for connecting with your inner voice yeah. That's a big thing for me. I I I have a strong passion for that. Like helping or desiring to hear that distinct individual voice. Yeah. Um I think my the 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 musicians that impact me the most are typically the ones that they have found their distinct voice. Yeah. Um, you think of a writer, a good writer, yeah. they, they have spent a lot of time, uh, learning how to harness the same words that are available to anybody else who knows the English language, but yeah, they yeah. know how to use them in their own way to express things in a certain way, um, to say what they want to say, um, in an effortless way, in an eloquent way. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I want to, that's, you know, that's my desire. It's probably, it will be a lifelong journey of getting better at that, but I, I want to be able to, um, evoke what I want to evoke through playing music, uh, mainly guitar or just coming up with music in general. 
And so for me, I feel like that's tapping into an inner voice. So if I'm playing with um, somebody else, um, I'm listening. That's definitely a big part. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, every good conversation, you have to listen to the other person and hear their voice and um, try to understand what it is they're going for, what they're saying, what they're doing, and then speaking back in a understanding way or a thoughtful way. So, um, you know, if you can you can probably get by just if you hear somebody playing a certain beat and you're like, oh, I can play anything in, in that meter and it'll be fine. But the best thing you could do is really listen the very best you can and really try to discern what they want to go with that or what would complement it the best. So, yeah. you know, there there might be a fit that you can do immediately, but there might be a better fit. Yeah, yeah. It sounds to me like, well, I'll, I'll put it in kind of the language I'm hearing it is because I'm thinking about this word vibe and here's the definition of the word vibe, a person's emotional state or the atmosphere of a place as communicated to and felt by others. You're, so you're listening, you're responding, and you said that your, your inner voice or your true voice, true self kind of feel that would it be fair to say that when when something's when some someone plays music, group of people play music and quote unquote something happens, that something is maybe your your true self is coming out and being expressed through your instrument at at the same time and in harmony with ideally someone else who's also doing that, not just you but yeah you, yes you and the other musicians are their, their true voices or their inner voices coming out and in through the instruments and maybe that's that's the vibe that's part of the mystery of why we like music regardless of genre regardless of you know how fast it is slow it is what instruments are being played maybe as a listener i'm picking up on that vibe i think so yeah um, yeah, if I, the, um, culture of a lot of that I've, I guess, been around or seen the most, um, for the last 15 or so years of, um, being involved with different worship communities and churches is a lot of, um, you know, don't focus on yourself. It's, it's corporate. Um, oh, yeah, Focus sure. on the community. Um, but, uh, I just, I have this belief that it comes from the individual always first and then it spreads out. Yeah. So, um. We're right. I, I, I get that. Cause it, I think there's, there's some truth to that when people say this isn't about you. I get what they mean, mm -hmm. but I also, I think back at the, you know, the greatest command. Someone said to Jesus, like, what's the greatest command? And, you know, so love God, but then it's like, love your neighbor as yourself. And if you don't actually know who you are, you're not really going to be able to love your neighbor in that way. So there is a self awareness and a self knowledge that is needed in life. 
I, yeah, I, so I definitely think so. So I, I think, I think the div divine always comes through the individual first okay, and yeah. the individuals, whether they are conscious of it or not, that go down a specific path of becoming who they are meant to be. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like the most glory comes from that. Yeah, that's great. Um, and, um, I think that. God delights in that. I think <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you just look at the earth, you see that that's one of God's characteristics. Oh, that's beautiful. So is that why we love music? Is that why people love music? Because, I mean, music's one of the things that all of, the, all of humanity and the history of humanity has in common, regardless of the who, what, when, where, why, how, kind of all the details of this kind of music and when it was and what style and what people group and what it sounded. It seems like people like music. <laughs> and maybe, is this one of the reasons why? Or why, how would you answer that? Why do we, as human beings, love music? Well, I'm, I remember you had, you said to me the other day, you know, is it, or you, is it math? Yeah. Um, or science, well, it, it, I think it's, you know, it's both, it's everything, it's math, it's science, it's spirit, all swirling together, it's primal, um, hmm. it's a part of our evolution, um, you know, supposedly scientists are um, studying the beginnings of the universe with some of the same formulas we would use to find the pitch of a string on a violin, what? and so that just shakes me that's wild uh, so um, so is there an is there like an equation involved here of what makes good music and we can try to figure that out uh, i just recently came across a a quote i can't remember the exact wording from plato but he had said that um in something along the lines of in mathematics is music and in music is mathematics. Yeah. Just this sounds right. Beautiful idea of um, that they you can't separate them. So right. Um, there's definitely there's definitely structures that exist just in biology in the world and the structure of all things that um, our bodies are built around and resonate more with us and but I've, I've listened more. to a symphony uh -huh. or is it called orchestra symphony orchestra which one like the event that I was at is it a symphony played by an orchestra anyway uh, I was at yeah. a symphony uh -huh. and I've been to symphonies and they can all play the correct music at the correct time and it doesn't sound as good as someone else a different symphony or orchestra that plays it at the same at the correct time mm -hmm. and it somehow has something else mm -hmm. i mean is that what is that because it's if it's math that well both sets of people mm -hmm. were playing the correct math equation come in at this time and play this song let's just assume for a second they're equally talented but one of them, I go, oh. And then one, I just go, yeah, that sounds like the song's supposed to sound. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> I think that's one of the mysteries of it. And yeah. it, may, it may not 
Well, it may vary from person to person what affects somebody more than another. Right. Um, there's this book uh, that I read earlier in the summer called Joy Unspeakable, um, written by Barbara Holmes. And uh, she's an incredible writer, but um, I had written this um, little excerpt down before I came in because there was just so much really, really amazing things in that book and I wanted to at least say one of them <laughs> while we talked. Right. Uh, but th So this one says, uh, The magnificence of the cosmos is subsumed in its intelligence and in ours, in its surprising creativity and in ours. In a very real sense, contemplation is creation. It is the entry into a space or idea where the impossible can be shaped, swallowed, and lived through a melding of consciousness and devotion. Earth bodies and God-givenness become one. Prayers are danced and sung. The air changes. And elements of the life space vibrate with potential and blessed assurance. There is no need to separate from the community to enter the desert for a closer walk with God. Instead, the inbreaking of the basilia of God occurs as sweaty palms grasp and hold while feet stomp on uneven floors and while the stickman beats out a rhythm. Um, wow. All right. What does that mean to you? <laughs> I think it has to do with transcending something. To, oh, transcending. Somebody transcending. Yeah. Um, it's... It's not just simply a logical thing, you know, it's, it's a mysterious thing. And mm, maybe uh, maybe the current church doesn't have very many words for talking about that right now. Um, but... Uh, Are we trying to put words to something that there aren't words for? Or do you think there are words for it, but we have, we're kind of trying to figure out what they are? I hope and I think that right now people are sensing the need to develop a language to talk about it more. Yeah. Um, I know personally I am the... Um, and I believe that others are out there. Um, I am, the songs that I'm writing right now, I feel are trying to put words to that. Okay. So the words are in the songs. Yeah. And it's, it's always something that you're going to circle around. Like I'll never yeah. be able to just say it and be like, there you go. I said it, but um, now we all know <laughs> the answer. Yeah. Well, but te teach me because I'm not a musician, but I am, I represent kind of like your ideal target audience because I love music and I truly am listening and I want to be taught by the music arts community about this. And I consider you to be an expert in this because, you know, knowing you and seeing you develop and knowing you ever since you were in college already were quote unquote good and even already had that mystery, but it keeps growing. And so 
and anyone who's listening who's heard you play music knows that this is true that even though that you are good at the guitar and you play well that's there's more than that there's this there's this deep resonance that happens that i don't know how to put words to and maybe i'm not the one to help put words to it because i'm the listener of it but i'm in i'm in the room with a lot of people and you're playing and and that there's something where the room and i can't speak on behalf of everyone in the room but i can speak on behalf of plenty of people that i've talked to in the room that are like yep there's something else happening right now you can you know you can call it the spirit of god you can call it energy you you know but there's there's a lot happening there so to teach me like how about this I know that you're humble and you want to say this is a collaborative thing with other people to help figure out language to this, but I'm going to say, I think you have the right to say what it is. And yes, it's not the full answer and your answer wouldn't be, that's it, put a period on it, no one else will ever speak to it. Of course not. But I think that you have earned that, at least in my heart you have, to say, this is what it is. And so t teach me, oh, wise one, like impart something to me, to us. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try. Thank you. Yeah. For um, saying that. But this is the most like specific practical thing I can think of to say is um, Put in the time to be able to not just play a scale correctly on your instrument, but um, be able to uh, like know your instrument so well that you feel integrated with it, and you can just you can just play and speak through it. Um, so practice a lot. Yeah, <laughs> this is very practical. Yeah, simplifying uh, concepts <laughs> without sacrificing depth. <laughs> um, and. Uh, this kind of ties in, you said it feels like it resonates strongly with you, and just go, just speaking to, just what instrument you're playing, um, the instrument is important. Uh, a higher quality instrument will be more resonant. It will resonate with more overtones. Um, it'll have a richer sound. Every tone has the foundational tone. So you say you play a note, say you're playing a B, and it's ringing out. Um, if you play that on a really high quality instrument, whenever you pluck that note, there are other overtones and harmonics ringing out with that mixed in. What? Um, and the, so comparing just a cheap violin to like a Stradivarius violin, okay. the, the higher quality one will have a lot more overtones ringing out in that one note than the lower quality one and so it will sound a lot richer obviously try, it's how you play it as well but yeah try to help me understand more about what an overtone what that word even means um i may not be the best one to explain it but uh, what my understanding of it has to do with the the um, imagine a wave um, a sound is a wave going through the air um, and 
whenever you pluck the note and the sound wave is moving through the air, the vibrations of that make there's there's smaller waves oh, vibrating yeah. in with that. Yeah, yeah, okay. That it's not the dominant tone that you're hearing, okay. but they're they're there just from the resonant properties. So I might be hearing it without being able to realize that I'm hearing it or not being able to understand the spectrum of what I'm hearing. I think so. I could be wrong, but I think that that's... sounds right. And it's interesting that we had talked about the word vibe. <laughs> maybe the maybe the vibe that we're getting is actually a vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why, why, there's something else going on here. I can't quite figure it out. It's like this vibe I'm getting. Yes, it's called a vibration. <laughs> yeah. And that is why you're feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Is that maybe that's part of the answer? Yeah. Mystery like it. solved. <laughs> and it's a, but, but it's high quality, uh, skill, high quality practice and skill set combined with high quality instrument means there literally will be more vibes. I think so. <laughs> um, this is backtracking just a tiny bit, but um, right before uh, we went into talking about resonance and stuff, I, wa I wanted to, I really wanted to read this. So this is, this is something that, because I've just been excited to share some of some yeah. of these thoughts because whenever. Yeah. You asked me some of the things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, the, these are things that I've journaled about for oh, yeah. literally years now. <laughs> Bring it on, man. <laughs> so there's, there's actually one that um, I started writing this um, with the intent to share it um, on my website or just put up a, a blog online about it in the near future and release it with um, a single that I'm wrapping up all right and it's really special to me because it, it it sums up all these things that i've struggled with and come through and feel like i've learned from from the last couple of years and a lot of it actually has to do with all things that we've been talking about finding your inner voice um but going deeper into in it so let me just read this um all right here it is it says there is so much power and beauty held within a single instrument. It holds a hidden sound, hmm. silently waiting for a faithful one who knows how to unlock its voice. Not just anyone can do this. It requires patience, practice, and an intimate knowledge of the specific instrument. Eventually you can learn every little quirk and characteristic of the instrument and the way you play will become a natural dialogue between your voice and the voice of the instrument. Every good conversation consists of both voices pulling the best out of the other. I believe we all hold a hidden sound, which naturally starts to flow out as we find our inner voice and learn how to live from that place. Our inner voices require patience, waiting for the right processes and moments to be released. My desire is to see those voices being restored all over the world. When someone's inner voice is discovered, it's like they are coming in contact with their truest self. When we dialogue with God, our true voice is gradually revealed. The magic always happens in the dialogue. 
It is the improvisation of the spirit with our spirit. The inner voice is so much deeper than the physical voice. It goes deeper than what can be communicated with words. In the same way that music stands at the intersection of sound and silence, the inner voice stands at the intersection of the ineffable and human experience. Music integrates silence and sound into a meaningful whole. The inner voice does the same thing, enabling us to find our song in the midst of the stillness and motion of daily life. As a songwriter, producer, and most importantly, a human being, it is part of my longing to help others release their true voice and share mine with the world. I am on a journey of the inner voice. Oh my goodness. You wrote that? Wow. Man, the first, the first part as you were described, it's like you, you made that about the, what I heard at least, which I think, you know, how it goes with poetic words. It's like what I heard was mm -hmm. your relationship with an instrument and trying to pull that out, the real out. But I also think, and maybe this is also kind of what you are saying, I think that God does that with us. Like you're the instrument that God is finding the, helping find the voice and bring out the true self out of. But you also want to be a part of that and partner with God for other people with that. And I can say when, when someone, including yourself, who is on that journey attempting that, in and through self and instrument, I sense God mm -hmm. at work. And I, that is unbelievable words to that feeling. And are you going to post that on your website or I something? I plan to. What's the website so people listening can go to it? Uh, dualstudios.com. D-E-U-E-L <laughs> studios.com. Yes. Yep. And I, every, when I call you just for fun, I always do it through Siri. Because <laughs> I say, call Glenn Duell. And she goes, calling Glenn Duell. <laughs> so D-E-U-E-L studios.com. Uh, yeah, man, please post that. The world needs to hear that. So what does that really look like practically? How do you do what you just said with someone? Like you want to help serve the world in that way and see people for who they are and help bring that out. So it's almost like there's a lot of overlapping things here that I'm hearing. You want to do that with your guitar. You want God to do that with you, or maybe I'm mm -hmm. just inserting that into it, but you want God to do that with you. Mm -hmm. But you also want to be a part of God doing that with you and others. And that's a beautiful intent and heart desire. But how does that look in practical living when you're with a musician or an artist of any kind, or maybe even just, a, you know, a human being sitting in front of you. Yeah. What does that look like? How do you do that? I'm trying to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But yeah. let's, you know, if I had a guitar, if I'm holding a guitar right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, it's it's a discovery process um, when I'm sitting with friends helping work through ideas or figure out what their song is going to sound like. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of searching and you just search and you search. 
listening and patience that you mentioned. Uh, sometimes I will hear somebody play something. I'm like, that's it. Wow. What, what you, I'm sure you've had the same thing. I have. That, even though I don't understand music like you do, I also know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Whatever you just played there. <laughs> and um, how do you describe that? I have no idea. Um, but um, you've, your, it's like your spirit tell, told you. I think so. But I also think... Well, I don't know how to explain it, why, how I know that, but I also maybe I'm wrong about it some more times than you would be. I think it's because you're an expert in music. Have you ever read Blink, Malcolm Gladwell, Blink? No. It'd be good. I think this would be good for you to add to your arsenal of things that you've read in this context. But when you have become an expert in something and devoted your life to all the nuances of a topic... It dramatically increases your ability to trust that moment when you go, that's it. Mm -hmm. Where I might not be able to trust, or maybe I can trust it, but I wouldn't know why. And you would know why. You would go, that's it. When you played this thing and this note and this tone, run that back and we'll add the, you know, the the cello will come in. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I know it when I hear it. You know it before it's fully developed i think i've you know because i've kind of seen you at work with musicians before and it's sort of like there we go but let's build this up and add this i would never know what to suggest but then when you say let's add that and listening to the albums that you've both played in and produced i would not even have the first idea to know how this should come in and what this instrument should be. But then when I hear it, I go, yeah, obviously, <laughs> you know, it's like, yes, I, if I understood things, I would have done the same thing, <laughs> you know, and there's a resonance there. So yeah. I just get the benefit of hearing it and liking it, but it, I can't imagine. I mean, I can imagine in the context of spoken word, you know, teaching stuff that I do, mm -hmm. but I can't imagine in collaborative effort with musicians saying, what if we had a triangle ding at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I just sense it in my spirit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but cello, for some reason, I don't know why. It is just so, when I hear cello, I go, yes. Uh, I, <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, this instrument is unfairly <laughs> beautiful. But it's interesting that the cello, from what I understand, it's, it's uh, this, the, the range that's closest to the human voice range. I've heard that too. And I think it might have something to do with the shape of and size of the cello being similar to mm -hmm. like a torso of a person or something being related to how and why. But I wonder if one of the reasons why this is the case with cello, it's because it's almost human. And so we, we go, I want to sound like that more so than a flute being like, I want to sound like that. It's like, well, humans have a much harder time being able to sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe. But it's interesting thinking about um, the voice in the same context as what we've been talking about this whole conversation. Because uh -huh, it yeah. is an instrument, but it's inside, literally inside of your body. <laughs> yeah. So how do you... <laughs> yeah, it's both literally and figuratively inside of you. So we've been saying you need to learn how to... Um, you need to learn how to bring your, bring your voice and... Yeah. And speak through your instrument and learn your instrument's voice. And it's like, oh, but this instrument is inside of my throat. But it's not just my throat. It's the interaction of many things inside of my Whole, body. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's 
an embodied kind of thing, which is really, I think that that was an, I, I think one of the other um, big important thoughts to me is just um, that sense of like an embodied practice. Um, like you have yoga, you have martial arts, meditation, singing, they're all forms of embodied practice. Um, some kind of a synthesis of your mind, your body, your spirit. Um, but when they're all combined, we start tapping into the in quotes something more. That's what I. Think. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and we're made for that, right? Like a whole, a wholeness, a whole self, understanding yeah. ourselves. <laughs> yeah, and I think that God loves to be embodied. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I love God that. is so humble. He'll appear in so many different unexpected forms. Um, yeah. He'll show up in the rhythm of a jazz drummer. He'll show up in the breath of an opera singer. Oh, He'll show yeah. up in the scales that somebody plays That's on the That's so guitar. good, man. That's just like incarnation <laughs> stuff <laughs> of, and I, you know, so I believe that the, I guess the this ultimate moment of that, at least in the biblical narrative, is you know in the in the person of Jesus of Nazareth, God became a person. That's Jesus, but God has always been and will always be doing that, not just during the thirty three year window of the sonship Completely of God agreed. and Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. But I still I still see that as a distinct special thing, the accomplishment on the cross, resurrection, all that. But it's like. Yep, that's an example of how I am. You know, I do that, and like you said, in these moments, in these moments, and for us to be listening and be patient, to be aware of that, and to see that in every human that we look at, and to be listening for and have our eyes open to see all over the place those moments that happen. I mean, you could just say it's all the time, it's happening, and I, I think that's true too, but there's also those distinct. I feel that for some reason when I build a fire in the wood stove and it's really kind of going. Mm. And I'm not working at it as much and I finally just kind of watch the flame. Somehow feel that in that moment. Which is which is actually biblical. God, God is light. And also there's like the presence of God in fire and scripture a few times. Mm. But but uh, I don't know. But I didn't, I don't think I knew that when I felt it. Like I found that out about the Bible much later, years after I had already felt it in the flame. What What is it that you said you feel whenever you build the fire? What is the, how do you describe that moment? Sort of after I'm done building it and it's already really cooking and mm -hmm. it's going. Uh, I think I just said God. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, there's, there's move, there's, it's in one place, but it's moving there's a lot of different characteristics about it, even though it's, it's fire. So it's not more than one thing. It's fire, mm -hmm. but there's heat and there's oxygen and there's the fuel mm -hmm. and there's movement and there's multiple colors. And I don't, I don't go, Hey, look at the wood and the coal and the ashes and the heat. And the, I just go fire. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's like, there's movement. And I think it's, and it's also, you can take one 
well, if you weren't going to be burned by it, you could take a piece of that and, and hold that. Um, but actually you can't, it's just, it's just this thing that's there and I sense holiness or, uh, or, uh, power or something about that, which is, you know, primal. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to worship a fire, but I can feel and sense the presence of God in the fire. Some something about water too, which again, biblical and all that. But I felt it before I understood that. When I'm in water, when I'm underneath water, swimming in water, it's I don't know how to describe that. And that is quite literally under the surface. Mm-hmm. I cannot really be in a really aware place, thinking about deep things. And if I dive into water, it's like as soon as I go underneath the water, I. F- I sense God's presence with me. Even if I'm not meaning to have that happen. Yeah. And I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that's my music, <laughs> my version of music. <laughs> I'm going to go swimming. I'm going to build a fire. Let's play a song. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, to the fire yeah. comment, um, I've, I've ha- thought about that a little bit. The, the beautiful thing about it to me is that it's like if you have all of the sticks packed too tightly together, then the air can't move through it. Right. Uh, but when you stack things the right way, you have space for the invisible to move through yeah, those empty yeah, spaces. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to I'd hope that that's the way it works and community to uh, allowing the space for uh, the wind or the breath or whatever word you want to use there, which is, you know, me and my Hebrew stuff, that's the, the Hebrew is the same word, yeah. wind and breath and air. It's the same word. So it, it makes sense to go. It's flowing. And, and, you know, even yeah. Jesus speaks to that about not knowing where spirit's coming from, where the spirit's going, being blown by the wind kind of thing. And I don't want to, um, I would hate to end this conversation with without talking about rest because yeah. I feel like it is completely integral to yeah. this whole process. It's a musical um, term, yeah. <laughs> it's a musical term, and it's really important. For yeah. you, I don't think you can even find your inner voice without rest. Um, oh yeah. Maybe maybe they just go hand in hand. Like if yeah. you search for rest, you'll probably find your inner voice. If you search for your inner voice, you'll probably find more rest. That's great. Um, but, um, I, I, I wanted to share this with, you know, with, I think without rest, you'll have a hard time finding your inner voice because you'll be full of, at least for me, I find myself being full of comparison, busyness in my mind. Yeah. Lots of distractions going on. Yeah. Um, so you'll probably end up either becoming a stagnant person or becoming trying to become somebody else. Oh. That's one of the reasons I have the word become tattooed on my arm to remind me that I'm on the path of becoming something, a unique thing, right. a representation of the divine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how we're all made to be. Yeah. Uh, so my friends that I look up to or successful people that I admire 
um, I have to I always have to remind myself that um, I'm not becoming them. Yeah. I can cherish things that I learned from them. Yeah. And gratefully integrate them into my life. Right. As I try to become my truest Glenn that I can be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I journaled this a while back, which was completely inspired from one of one of your teachings one <laughs> weekend. Um, it, it, it reads, uh, There was evening and then there was morning. It starts with evening. It starts from a place of rest. And then the rest follows. It's always been evening and morning spinning together. The whole universe is locked in a spiral of stillness and movement. The eternal tension. But it all starts with rest. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, you're saying like you, something I said sparked you say that. I was like, I didn't say that. I couldn't have said something that eloquent. <laughs> well, I'm glad it helped spark something in you. That's great, man. I wonder, as I'm hearing that, I'm thinking maybe it's not so much about the fire or the water, but the way that I described it was I, it's not as much when I build the fire as much as once it's going. And then I, maybe it's because I finally rest. And then I'm like, Oh, or maybe I've got all these other responsibilities. I'm driving around here. I'm doing this. I finally go under the water. And so maybe it's less about fire and water and more about my willingness to rest. And then God's like, welcome back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. So, so let's, let's close it out with this. This is uh, it's always the hardest part, right? We've talked about some pretty deep stuff, some pretty poetic, mysterious stuff. What do we do now? Give us a give us something practical. You you already did, and maybe you want to review that about practicing and stuff. But let's simplify the mystery of music without sacrificing depth. As we close, what do we do now? What do we do to accomplish? What should a listener do now? Like they just listen to us talk about this. They listen to your quotes. That from other people and from your journaling. Mm -hmm. What do we do with this information? How do, we, how do we put some feet to the mystery of music? If somebody's going to take one thing away yeah. from this hour, <laughs> I, would, I would really hope that it would just be discover your inner voice. Yeah. Because the most glory will come through that. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. I don't know. I think that that's maybe not solely focused on music, that thought, but I think that's okay. I think it all ties together. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> I've learned so much. I can't wait to uh, read what you're going to post that you read as well as, as much more. And uh, you think that single's going to be ready soon? I sure hope so. Within right. the next month, I would say. Right. That's beautiful. Well, so you can go to Dual Studios, D-E-U-E-L Studios.com. And you can also go to thingsaboutthings.com for more things. Thanks for joining in.